Dear listeners, this is a special episode that comes from our new audio series, The Way. If you enjoy the episode, you will love the rest of the series, which includes 10 more episodes. For more information, visit our website, englishin10minutes.com slash the way. Happy listening. English in 10 Minutes, real, unscripted English conversations about people, places, and their stories. After you listen to the episode, visit EnglishIn10Minutes.com. Today, Wendy and I are coming to you from Santiago de Compostela after our long walk of 39 days to get here. And so we're finally here. And when you're walking, you almost forget that there's actually a destination that you're trying to get to at the end, right? Yeah, that's true. It's uh, at the beginning, you know, it's 800 kilometers away. And then for much of it, it's really still very, very far away. So you're just trying to get to the next town. Um, and, you know, I think the Camino de Santiago is really the epitome of something where it's all about the journey and not the destination itself. Um, but even so, the destination turns out to be a place that we really liked. Yeah, I would say that it wasn't until probably we got to Galicia, um, and we still had about six days of walking maybe to go until the end. But when, once you get there, you realize you're getting close, and you start thinking about the, the city. Mm -hmm. And we didn't really know a lot about the city. Um, I, like, I try to avoid looking at pictures of places that I haven't been to or places that I'm going to go to because I don't want to see that. I want to be surprised when I arrive. Um, obviously, on the, when you're on the Camino, you see pictures of the Cathedral of Santiago all over the place because that's the symbol of Santiago. So we knew that there would be this very large cathedral which dominates the town. Uh, beyond that, I didn't really know anything about it. And so it was a nice surprise to come here and, and find that it's a really, really nice place. It is. It's a beautiful uh, old city with a, a historic center that still has a lot of the old buildings intact, although from different eras. I mean, originally it grew up as a medieval city um, it grew up around the cathedral, around the relics of Santiago, of St. James, because before that there was nothing at all here. So the Camino, the pilgrimage to see these relics is really what has created this entire city. And then you also have later additions from the Renaissance period and the Baroque period, and that's true of the cathedral and also of some of the other buildings in the city as well. Yeah, but I think... Because the materials used have been the same throughout, the, there's quite a good um, continuation between those different uh, architectural periods. And so it doesn't, it looks very, nothing seems out of place in the city as, as I see it. I think the historical center is very uniform. Basically, all the buildings are built with this gray granite, and then some of them have whitewash facades, or if they don't have that, they have white window frames. And so you basically have these two colors, the gray and the white, that play off against each other. And as you walk through the historical center, that's, that's what you see in every building. You know, sometimes when you're in old towns, you might see one new building in amongst the other ones, and it kind of spoils the scene a little bit. But mm -hmm. you don't have that at all here. It's, it's yeah. all very uniform, I find. Yeah, it's true. All of the buildings are quite similar. And the roofs, most of the uh, roofs are covered with these red tiles, which also makes it very beautiful. Uh, the one thing 
um, that we found, which was also not a surprise because, as you said, you do see lots of photos of the cathedral on your way, including some recent photos. And so we saw that there was scaffolding on the facade. And so that was something that we were prepared for. We were hoping that maybe it would be gone or at least some of it would be gone by the time we got here. But no, actually, the facade is completely covered in scaffolding. You really can't see it at all. They're doing major, major renovations works which began several years ago and will continue they say until the end of 2020 um, so that part of arriving in the plaza in the square in front of the cathedral and not actually seeing the cathedral itself at least not that front facade that was a little bit disappointing but I knew that it was probably going to be like that yeah it's true that that, that, that was disappointing but apart from that I, the arrival in the city was really interesting for me because you hear about Santiago and, and Galicia as a region as a whole being a very Celtic region mm-hmm. being similar to places like Ireland and Scotland and Wales and Brittany in France and having not been to Galicia before this trip I, I sort of didn't believe that Hmm. I just found it so hard to believe that that type of place could exist in Spain with the rain and the greenery and all the things that come with it because it's so opposed to the image that I generally have of Spain. And we've been to Spain a lot of times. We were talking about it the other day. Uh, I think among various different types of trips, we've been to Spain about 12 or 15 times. Um, And this place, the city and and this region is unlike anything else that we've seen in Spain. Yeah. And we've spoken to pilgrims who come from these other Celtic lands from Scotland and Wales and Brittany. And all of them have said that it really does remind them of their homeland in so many ways. Right. The one Scottish guy we we met said that it was like home with better weather. (laughs) Um, And that was after four days of rain. So we didn't really necessarily agree at that time. But in fact, the last couple of days have been really sunny, really hot. And so, yeah, he was right on the money with that. <laughs> um, but, yeah, the, the colors of the city remind me of Edinburgh, which is also a kind of gray, dark gray city. Um, and so, yeah, it's really fascinating from that point of view. You're, you, you don't feel like you're in Spain, but yet the, the life, the street life does feel like Spain. So it's this kind of mixture of two different things. So I think it's really interesting. Yeah, and even the street life can be a mixture too, because when we arrived, there was a very local festival just in this one particular neighborhood in the city, and it was the neighborhood that we were walking through, that's where the Camino goes through in order to get to the cathedral, it's called San Pedro, and there were bands playing bagpipes and other traditional instruments that I think of as being Scottish instruments, but actually they play them here too in the traditional Celtic music that is part of the cultural heritage of Galicia. Yeah, and I think that's important because we've seen other people playing bagpipes, but they're they're busking for tourists and, and things like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but in this case, it was a very localized uh, festival and we were staying right near that area. So we went and, and enjoyed the music and we went and had a drink there as well. Um, so yeah, I thought those links with the Celtic lands might be tenuous or contrived, but I found that it hasn't at all been the case. No, I think that the people here seem to really identify with that Celtic heritage. And so one of the things we did yesterday, which was really interesting, is that you can go to the Cathedral Museum, which a lot of people do, and then there are these separate 
themed tours that you can do uh, that center around the cathedral. And one of them was to go up to the rooftops of mm-hmm. the cathedral. And we did that. And even despite the scaffolding that's on some of the towers and things, that was really fascinating. It was. And we learned so much about the cathedral and about the city. It was a very informative tour, a very interesting tour. Yeah, I think from the rooftop is the only real place where you can get a good understanding of the cathedral, how it works, how it was built up, um, because it was described as a fortress church. But when you're at the ground level, you don't see anything that resembles a fortress in any way. But from the rooftops, you can see some crenellations uh, that still remain from the fortress period. And we were told that there were eight Uh, defensive towers and now there aren't any defensive towers but two of the bell towers retain the foundations um, from their period as a defensive tower and you can see that from the rooftop as well Um, and also there are on some parts of the roof there are these tiles like you mentioned for the other buildings in the city but on other parts there aren't tiles and this was for guards who would guard the cathedral and the city from the rooftop and so that they could move around easily um just kind of walking on steps rather than walking on tiles. Mm -hmm. And so it was was quite amazing to be up there. You could also see some of the parts of the original Romanesque church, which had been covered over by later Baroque parts, as you were talking about before. And so from the ground level, you only see those newer Baroque parts. But when you're up on the top, you can see the, the older parts that are behind them, and that they were trying to cover them up from the ground level. But when you're on the top, you can still see these different periods of history in the, in the church. So I thought that was fascinating. Yeah, I did too. I thoroughly enjoyed it. And so it's been a really great end to our Camino, to our path to, to be here. And one of the things that we were talking about it last night was that staying for three extra days in Santiago like we have has meant that we've bumped into some pilgrims that we met along the way Mm -hmm. and maybe some of them we haven't seen for a while. Mm -hmm. So the last three nights we've had dinner with three different people, three different groups of people, Mm -hmm. um, and that's been really great as well. Yeah, it's been wonderful to meet up with those people, to uh, hear about their journeys, and, you know, we've had some shared experiences where, you know, we ended up at the same hostel but on different nights and we said oh did you go there yes wasn't it wonderful (laughs) and then other you know experiences that were different and they told us about things that they had seen and done that we hadn't and uh so yeah it was great to be able to share that experience um because it is something that you can't really fully understand unless you've done it yourself and so I'm glad that you and I have done it together that we'll always have that to share with each other and it was also great to be able to talk about it with other people who could also understand it in that same way yeah for sure and for anybody considering the Camino de Santiago it's great to say that the city of Santiago is really worth the effort even though it was quite a lot of effort (laughs) to get here (laughs) yep A final reminder that you can visit our website, englishin10minutes.com slash the way for more information about the rest of this special audio series. Thanks for listening. Thanks for listening to English in 10 Minutes. To download a worksheet for this episode, including the most useful vocabulary and a full transcript of the conversation, visit englishin10minutes.com.